John B. But a guy, yeah, you know he's super fly. He's serving up blind justice. Just tell it to his good eye. Kevin Hurley, not the one you wanna rip on. But don't be afraid, the man bun is just a clip on. Pass the podcast, stand up, you dork. Pass the podcast, stand up, New York. York, York, York. We're live from the podcast studios above Stand Up New York. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Pass. My name is John B, and I'm joined by my co-host Kevin Hurley. Hey, what's up, buddy? This is two fire podcasts in a row, baby. Honestly, geez, we are killing it right now. I mean, guys, if you want to join the conversation, you want to know who's going to be on the big podcast. Follow us on social media at Pass the Podcast. Uh, that is on Instagram. Pass podcast on the uh, the Twitter machine, and of course, shoot us an email at passthepodcast at gmail.com. If you knew and you followed us, you probably knew that we were going to have Michael Rappaport on yeah. tonight. You probably read the description. You're like, holy shit, that's right, guys. From atypical and from the yeah. beginning of uh, that Taking Back Sunday song, yeah. Michael Rappaport yeah. was actually sitting in this chair. Yeah. So we already did the podcast, but now we're recording uh, this just for the beginning, just yeah. to talk to you about what's going on in the comedy community. So but much, super fun. So much stuff is going on my friend I mean we had an awesome weekend oh guys, we had a great weekend <laughs> if you guys make sure you follow us and Kevin uh, on social media I'm at B-O-R-E-A-M-A-Y-O yeah, follow John because I didn't post shit I posted a lot also because uh, I was drunk you were oh hammered, my, my god that Holy was awesome shit. it was great it was a great time uh, as everybody kind of knows I've been I did the sober October because I was put on a medicine yes. called mm-hmm. the Lexapro but I uh, broke that fast yeah because it's been 31 days yeah. and I was able to go down and I had the pleasure of uh Escorting uh, Kevin Hurley and uh, Jeff Arcuri down to the Atlantic City Comedy Club, man. man. It was fun. You know, at the end of the day, uh, I say that, but at the end of the day, it was really just like for us. We really wanted to Yeah, yeah I just really wanted to gamble. Yeah, we and, did. Uh, <laughs> and I wanted to like blow up steam. Like, we were just so tired. It was a Friday. Yeah, I won $1,800. You was, uh, did, which was nuts. And by the way, it should have been like $2,700, but sure. I was so drunk. I was just throwing money on the table. Yeah, listen I to this baller remember. over here. I mean, oh, just throwing money I at the table. I don't remember. Who do you think you are? Me on Coke? <laughs> 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 I will say this. We had an awesome time. Uh, thank you to the f- uh, our, our fantastic friends at New York yeah. Comedy Club. Uh, thank you to Candy over at New York Comedy oh, Club. Oh, thank you so much, Candy. That was awesome. Awesome. We had a great time going down there. Uh, cool room. And Amelia, who just paid me through Venmo. That's so right. Thank you, That's right. Oh, look at that. Um, <laughs> things are just Something falling just apart broke. here in the studio there, Matt. Um, things are breaking in the studio, people. But uh, we had a great time. Uh, we went down there, and uh, Lasher came down with us as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we hit the ground running. Um, we had a little traffic, but that was cool. That was all right. Yeah, that was fun too. We had a nice conversation. Jeffrey got a little seasick. <laughs> got a little seasick, didn't Jeff he? Jeff Arcuri got a little, uh, got a little sleepy. Oh, got a little tired. <laughs> tummy ache. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he listens to this. <laughs> he won't. He doesn't He's not listen gonna to listen to this. <laughs> um, but we had a good time. We got down there, um, and uh, yeah, we had a blast uh, yeah. between um, the wonderful, delicious dogs from uh, our friend Guy Fieri. Yeah, uh, which is great. And then uh, we capped off with some ten dollars tables. Yeah, and we did a lot of drinking. Lot, I had a, a bunch of, of scotches. Yeah. Well, yeah. we started off with some twisted teas, courtesy of Mike Lasher. Thank you, Mike. And then we went into. Uh, Dude, now you're just doing a detailed account of what we did. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm just leading into this because we were able to go to Tropicana where we had a fantastic beverage who is also a sponsor here at the show, all New right. Belgium. Delicious New Belgium fat yes. tires we were drinking all we night. We did have those. They were scrumptiously umptious. 
I did I fucking say that? I, that you did. Out, that it's okay. He's not drinking mouth. right now. Just I'm so not, everyone knows. But I'm, he's just I'm, hyper. You know I'm he's hyper adrenaline. because the podcast just went so well. It and really Michael did. Kevin really crushed guy. it. You guys are going to enjoy oh, it. You crushed it, my friend. I uh, want to say a big shout out to our friends over the Mean Boys, uh, Connor McSpadden, uh, Keith Carey, uh, and Tom Goss. They uh, just signed off into their last podcast of the Mean Boys because things are going well for Keith and oh, Connor. So the that. last, uh, so congratulations to those boys over there. Um, I know things have been doing well on the David Spade show, uh, but uh, I do want to kind of bring does that Keith up. Keith writes for the show. Keith writes for the show, and so fun. does Connor. Oh, fun! Yeah. So uh, I will say this: uh, you know, they like they had a bunch of iTunes reviews. We still don't have many. Yeah. Can we get that fixed? I really, yeah. Can yeah. We, hey, Matt, what about Spotify? Can we get on Spotify too? All right, we're getting on Spotify. Yeah, we need. Just some reviews. Yeah, man. Spotify, and we want to get on Google Play as well. But guys, you're probably listening yeah. through either SoundCloud or you're listening on iTunes or you're listening right through Stitcher. So thank you so much for joining us. Or um, whatever website in the Netherlands you have because <laughs> you love Yondino Osparat. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but but thank just get you us guys. some reviews, man. Five uh, yeah. star. I mean, I had a, we had a great weekend. I had a great weekend because I technically was away from the comedy operation. Yeah. Because it was a, it was, it was a busy. Though you did week. get a ton of text messages. I was, I was working. You're never road. really off that job. But there's a thing that I mean, just comedy in general has been changing. And Kevin, I think the biggest changes is what's happening with you guys. Oh over yeah, at uh, Comedy Mob. Yeah, so we've been talking about Comedy Mob a lot on this podcast mainly because I co-run it with George Van Arthos. And um, listen, as humbly as I can say this, we had a Thursday mic on at the Grizzly Pair every Thursday, and as humbly as I could say it, it was the best mic. In I would say not only in New York City in the country it was it was just the best but that being said it because it was a mic I'm not saying it was the best show in the country I'm saying it was a great mic it was a great we had a, a ton of audience mic. it was supportive it was awesome uh, unfortunately the Grizzly Pair they they we had a really good deal with them for a long time where we were just had a you know George and the owner were had this old school thing where. They respected each other, and we were we were there from the beginning when they had nobody there on Thursday nights. But uh, about a year ago, they kept trying to get us to sell tickets to the show because they were getting a little pressure that they wanted to sell tickets. And we said, no, man, like it's a free show. The way it works and the reason it's so good is because it's a free show. Uh, and unfortunately, this last, uh, about two weeks ago, they said, listen, we have to have you sell $20 tickets to audience members. And we said, we can't do that. We absolutely can't do that. And they said, so you're going to be out. Uh, we're going to give the show to another person that who says they can sell the tickets. And, uh, you know, good luck to them. And it's upsetting. And we don't want to move because it's been there. But we have officially decided to move. And we're going to be moving to a place called St. Mark's Comedy Club, which is in the back of V-Spot on St. Mark's. We're going to be there starting December 5th. Hey, look at that. We're going to start with a little pop-up show. Congratulations. Um, and if it's successful, we're going to keep going. Um, it will be successful because people will keep emailing us about getting on the show. So it's going to be a, a real fun show. It's going to be So come on out to that first one. And we're excited to kind of move over to a, a different venue. Um, you know, hard feelings, no hard feelings. We don't want to go, but we're very excited for our, our, our new opportunity, our new spot, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, if you are a New Yorker and you're a New York work, uh, you're a New York comic or you live in the tri-state area in, you know, traveling distance of New York City on a daily basis, I will say this. I cannot say enough great things about comedy. Thank Mob. you, man. The people that we are able to see uh, that at this club and clubs all over the city is because of a great community of comics. And George and 
uh, Kevin, you've done a great job Thanks, over Steve. there. So um, it is sad, but you know what? There, uh, I mean, I'm not going to take the side of a business on this, but you know, you you held true to what your beliefs were, yeah, and you decided to go to another place. And you know what? Listen, um, with the rate that Comedy Mob is going on right now, I mean, listen, you're. I mean, your 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 golden calf right now, to be honest, is really Jay Jordan, who did an oh, amazing yeah, buddy. job um, on his uh, Fallon's uh, uh, set. So thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, thank you. But uh, big ups to our, our buddy Jay Jordan. Such a great set. Killed Such a great it, set. Killed it. Had just a great time killed over it. there. And the great thing is, is that on Thursday, starting December 5th, you are going to be able to see the best new comics yeah. um, at V-Spot yeah. uh, over at the St. Mark's Comedy Club. And then you can see them kind of even hone their craft even more on Saturdays at five at 6 p.m. here at Stand Up New York. And then you can see even better comedy than that, um, moreover, um, rather, over at uh, New York Comedy Club yeah. on Sundays. I mean, three different shows. We're also not going to announce the St. Mark's Comedy Club thing for another two weeks. So if you're listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> Did I go too high to my know. levels there, Matt? Matt got a little worried. <laughs> so pay attention to that. Uh, but some co- that's some great stuff. That's yeah. some awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, guys, a lot of different things. Just announced today, Ronnie Cheng's new special, which he yeah. ran here at Stand Up New York, uh, is going to be coming out uh, in December on Netflix. So we're super, super excited for uh, Mr. Cheng. Um, but just in general, guys, I mean, this is the season that people are booking shows. Mm-hmm. People are booking shows because people have a little bit more extra cash in their pocket because... The summer's over and the holiday season's coming upon us. Yeah. So keep on going up there. Uh, and if you're not, maybe maybe you're maybe you're a fan of Michael Rappaport and you're listening to this because of Michael. Go out and support local comedy. Local comedy is so huge, and it doesn't matter here if you're in New York City, if you're in Houston, Texas, if you are in Sacramento, uh, go and check out local comedy because you never know who's going to be the next Gabriel Iglesias. You never yeah. know who's going to be the next Amy Schumer. You never know, know who's going to be the next Chris Rock, Dean Edwards. I mean, the list goes on and on yeah. and on. Um, but some really cool things just uh, happening um, in our world. Uh, I will tell you this, though. We've had – this is New York Comedy Week. Yeah, Ed is near the New York Comedy Festival, uh, and we are in full swing here in New York City. We got a great show. Zach Zimmerman, who is tomorrow when this uh, co- comes out, is a fantastic comic. Just did his stuff over at uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Um, and then Thursday and Friday, we've got Mr. Six Pack or Eight Pack or Ten Pack himself, Mr. Matt Reif is here. Hey. Uh, so we're pretty excited. My boy Jared de Guzman is in town. Matt so Reif is such a good-looking guy. It hurts so my feelings. Hot. So hot. And. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, he's also like a nice guy, and that pisses me off even more. Dude, how... (laughs) You ever meet somebody that's better at you at everything? I know. I know. He's probably like really good at math, too. (laughs) Ed Pekrops is going to hate me for that joke. Um, But, ladies and gentlemen... Do you listen to this podcast? He does. Does he? Good. Ed loves listening. He He listens to the Artie. But anyway, thank you to all our new listeners who listen to the Artie Lang podcast. Uh, This is is for you guys. This this podcast is about how leveling up. And we had an amazing conversation with Mr. Rapport, and yep. we're not going to give all the way most of de- uh, a lot of the details because we've got a good twenty minute interview. What he said he was going to do fifteen, yeah, so that was pretty cool. That's good, um, but we got a lot of great stuff uh, from Michael. Very uh, honest as well. Right in the beginning there, <laughs> yeah, he got real, real <laughs> honest. Yeah, and um, listen, uh, if we want to talk honesty, um, I booked Shane Gillis on Friday night. Yeah, buddy, I did. The only Asian. You know, uh, operate comedy club operator. Yeah. Book Shane Gillis. Yeah. Um, 
I didn't get any. I didn't get any backlash from it, but I don't see that why I would. We would love to get Shane on the podcast and talk to him face to face about everything. I know. To be fair, you don't get much backlash for a lot of stuff. There's a story that I like to tell, which was I was listening to a, uh, a podcast with uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and they were talking about South Park, right? And they were talking about how the first episode of South Park. Uh, they kept telling everybody how many letters they were getting, how many emails they were getting, when in reality they maybe got three or four, and they were doing that on South Park to get people to watch the show. Ooh. Oh, my God, it's so controversial. It's so this. It's so that. I I don't I, – I think controversy does exist, which is – we had talked about um, uh, Creek in the Cave and how, unfortunately, somebody decided to break their window and spray paint swastikas on there. It's fucking terrible. Which is terrible. That's just cowardice But right we had there. also talked about how, John, you were one of the first people to book uh, Milo, blah, 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 blah. I don't know his fucking <laughs> name. Uh, and I actually, uh, let, me, let, me, let me backtrack that. I did not book Milo. You didn't book uh, him. But we have had Michael He was here. in the club. I'm sorry, Michael. Jesus. Michael. <laughs> um, we've had, uh, we had Milo here uh, at the club, uh, courtesy of Race Wars. Right. Um, and that was through But Ann again, Coulter. at a podcast, yeah. same thing. It was the same exact thing. Sure. That, you know, as Creek in the Cave. Um, I don't know. Is it because you're in the Upper West Side? Is because that one specific thing it hit a chord with one specific person who decided to break a I window don't know. And, and, and talk some Every stuff? time we make a decision, and this table is a perfect example, guys. If you can see the pictures of this round brown table yeah. here in the studio, this is where a lot of decisions have been made in the last couple of years yeah. that I've had my tenure here. Roseanne Barr was decided at this table. Yep. Jeremy Piven was decided at this table. T.J. Miller has been decided at this table. Um, Ann Colt being allowing Ann Coulter and Milo Yiannopoulos was decided at this table. Um, there's been a lot of different decisions, and I always kind of I'm always flinching, and I've had some moments where I've even had uh, journalists. Uh, have conversations yeah. with myself and other owners here, yeah. and we think a hit piece is coming. But I will say this is yeah. that um, at the end of the day, Do you want to talk more about that? I don't really because okay. I'm going right. to right. I'm going to jinx it. That's the only reason. Because <laughs> uh, it no might not come out. Yeah, yeah I, I will have no problem talking to you in person about this downstairs at the bar. But I will say that you do kind of get nervous. Um, of what's going to happen, but there's been a great support, and, uh, and 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 I hope we're doing you you folks a justice out there. If you're listening to this podcast, that we are helping you as a community and as a comic grow. That's what we want to do. I mean, that uh, obviously our end goal is to go behind a velvet curtain and count our coins. But mm. moreover than that, we want to make sure that we can be that place that you can do better. Yeah. You know, we talked about Jay Jordan. We've talked about Jeff Far Curry. We've talked about people like Amy Schumer, Pete Davidson, and Nikki Glaser who used to sit on yeah. that bench over there. We want to make you the best comic yeah. that you can be possible. And we're doing a lot of that. We're doing that with Stand Up New York Education. We're doing that with Comedy Mom, yeah. with our Bring It Show. We're doing it with the Get Made Show yeah. as well, which is now an audition process, which is traditionally on a monthly basis here on getting new people to checks and guest spots yeah. here. Um, so there's so many different things that we're trying to do here. So um, I tell you another story. I don't know if you've ever had this conversation because actually recently I had a conversation with the owner of Caveat, right? Mm -hmm. Caveat was where we did the first comedy mob festival and... Um, um, it never it never came into fruition that we did the second one there. We wound up doing the second one in Stan New York, which was for our benefit. 
But on his point of view, he was like, uh, I don't know if this is for caveat because we're trying to do different programming and, and smarter by the book. Not This is just comedy. Like Comedy can be done anywhere. I tried to pick the best comics I could, but out of the pool that we had for that first festival, that's kind of the best we could do at that time. And he was a little upset about some of the comedy that was there. Well, he also is the same guy who, you know, they do a show called Versus, right, which is uh, dinosaurs versus paintings or air versus water or life versus death. And they do these fun, really, really fun hour shows. But he's the guy that he, like, restricts even his professional shows that sell out of what they can do. They weren't allowed to do Christmas versus Hanukkah. Hmm. The reason they weren't allowed to do that is because it talks about religion a Hmm. little bit. And he refuses to let people discuss religion on stage or make fun of it or joke about it or whatever. And if we're talking about restricting people and restricting comics, like whatever happens, you know, here at Standard New York, I I think one of the reasons that they've had all these people on this stage or at least in this room around this table is because this is a venue to hear what people have to say. Whether people agree with it or not, it's going to get out there. So if you want to say it, you can say it here. Um, hopefully as long as it's funny because this is a comedy club. Sure. You know? I mean, we don't censor comics, but at the same token, don't censor. We, we, we are on this whole idea that uh, here at the club, I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't say on there. All right? Never. If we're doing a, a, a show that is for, I don't know, let's say, cancer patients, I would probably be like, you know, test the waters, but be very <laughs> <Yeah>. careful <laughs> about what you're saying careful, up there. Yeah. But, but I just, trust you as a comic. But let's even go a, a step further than that. I want comics on this stage, and this is something that was taught to me by Candy, is that you need to take chances on that stage. Yeah. I don't want to hear necessarily your Fallon set or your Colbert set. I don't want to hear your Netflix special. I want you to work out some new stuff. Um, and we talked to my uh, to uh, to Matthew Broussard about kind of doing that sandwich, the f- tight fives, right. you know, sandwiching it, and then new fives in the middle over there. You got to do that. Already talked a little bit of it as, about it as well that he was doing a seventy thirty. You know, mm-hmm. he has that uh, luxury that he can do that. But we want you to do new stuff up there. Um, when it comes down to pros, when it comes down to uh, checks and guests, you need to put your best foot forward out there. Um, and if you're daring and you got the audience, I mean, I'm not gonna. If if a joke doesn't land, I'm not gonna chastise you. But if you made the if you made the audience laugh for ninety percent of it and that one bit bombed, hey, it happens. You know what I mean? But I think at the end of the day, we want to be a space that. You know, is not necessarily it, it's safe, but it's a safe space that you can do what yeah. you want to do. Are we scared of getting a hit piece written about the club? Are we scared about PC culture attacking us on social media? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. We are. Right. Why not? Absolutely, but. we are. I mean, it's tough. I mean, as a non-white uh, in this industry, it yep. can get very difficult because. You don't want to... I think it's pronounced what. Oh, it's what. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want... I don't want to... Sorry, this be, is getting a little too serious. It right? was. It, was, it did, get, did get a little too serious. But I don't want to... We don't want to do that. Um, but, uh, you know, we got somebody like Michael Rapport, who you're going to be hearing in just a few moments, uh, talk about not giving a fuck, really. Especially and about politics right Especially the about yeah. politics. And, uh, guys, um, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast.
podcast. We hope you enjoy it. We're so excited for the new people uh, that we're going to be bringing you um, here on the show. So um, two in a row, baby. Baby. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, I mean, just some cool stuff. So uh, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado. Also, oh. make sure you grab a Laugh Pass before the holidays. Oh, just that's FYI. right. Laugh we got some new stuff. LaughPass.com. Uh, it will eventually go up, but as of right now, it's going to be ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's uh, actually ninety nine flat now. Ninety nine flat. Yeah, right now. It's really cool. So get it now before it's too late for the for the holiday season. Absolutely, guys. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, pass the podcast and Dark Horse Sessions with Michael Rappaport. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, always cool stuff happening on Past the Podcast. Last week we got to give you Artie Lang, yeah. and today we're doing a little mashup. Kevin, we got uh, we got the owner of Stand Up New York here today. Ooh. We got Donnie Zolden in the house. Hey, Donnie Zolden, what's Thanks up, buddy? Me. I think it's my second time on your podcast. I believe so. I think right? Third, third, really? Yeah. Yeah. Shit, shit. We've been doing this a long time now. <laughs> it's been a couple. Count. But uh, you might have heard that fuck in the background <laughs> over there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. On the podcast today, the amazing, the wonderful Mr. Michael Rappaport on today. Hey. Hey. You're having me. Thanks for having me. What's up, man? Thanks Everything's for good, man. Dude, it, I'm it, enjoying New York this time of year. I know it's beautiful. You were just doing a video across the street, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I was doing. I was doing a. a, a uh, uh, Instagram Live, dude. The social media is killing it. You're the popular guy. on that stuff, man. Dude, social media is like a whole other. It's like a whole other. Uh, I don't know. It's like a whole. It's not a job because I like it, and but it's a whole other like. I don't know what the fuck it is. Like a whole other sort of. You know, obviously it's exposure. Obviously it's it's a incredible promoting. Mm -hmm. Just a whole other forum for for me, you know, sure. and it's it just happened to be that way. I don't and know, and I, I embrace it. I, I'm not one of these people who's too precious for it. Yeah, and I have if no. You would have tried to explain that to people ten years ago that this would have been a thing. Yeah, it's, it's wild though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I, I embrace it. I, I I I respect it and I support it. Like you know, I, I I'm a, I have these uh, young actors that I did a thing with in their twenties. You would think that these mm -hmm. motherfuckers would be all about their social media, <laughs> yeah. but there's like a backlash of like young millennials right. that they're like too cool for social media. And I'm like, listen, you little fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to promote this fucking this fucking thing here. Right. You pick your fucking phone up, you make a couple of fucking videos. Yeah. And you talk that shit. You know, you 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 little fuckers invented the talking this. <laughs> Don't get too fucking precious for when, me now. When, when are you getting on TikTok? That's next, right? You know, so you do some dances. Yeah, I, 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 I'm very, I'm aware of TikTok, but it's like I, I I'm about my Twitter, I'm sure. about my Facebook, I'm yeah. about my Instagram. I mean, how much what, the gram, Michael, with the cat. I'm, a, I'm, I, I don't know how much more I could do with the TikTok. And do you, do you handle each platform differently? Do you post different mm. things on Facebook than Twitter? And the only thing I could, only thing I could say about Twitter is the written word will get you fucked. I've never had any issue. Mm. With any video I've ever posted, when I'm articulating it, saying it, I could yeah, be saying, yeah. "Fucking Trump, this his daughter, this, yeah. you know, Covington kids, that, mm -hmm. um, you know." But when I've the written word, that my suggest, be careful with the written word because sure. that's when subtext, yeah, how sarcasm. Often, how often do you have read a text message and been like, "Fuck this yeah. guy," and then they're like, "That's, so that's interesting." That's not how you, I there's meant a difference it. Yeah. between what there you is. put out on video and. The written text. I, I I feel more comfortable to say to 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 to, to speak um, as as I call it disruptively 
with my face behind it. Right. right. To write it, I'm more concerned about it because the the, the, con- the connotation is that the right yeah, connotation? Yeah. yeah. Can can fuck you. Well, have, you ever, have you ever posted? It, have you ever posted something and like ten minutes later been like, shit, I shouldn't have said that. It, it, it's not I shouldn't have said that. I mean, there's probably some of those too, but it, it it's more like this isn't being interpreted the right way. Right. And right. and and now, instead of going, I stand by everything I say. I'll go, yo, this is what I meant, motherfucker. <laughs> right, 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 know, right, right. I was saying it in the moment, but yeah, yeah. it's not even yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know, because I don't believe like I stand by everything I say. I believe yeah. that it, especially if you're play the game the, yeah. the way I play. Like if you're gonna talk shit, number one, sometimes you're gonna step on toes. Number two, you might spit in people's faces inadvertently. Like I could talk, it could be, uh, mm-hmm. it could spit, and you don't wanna do that. Yeah, yeah. If, if you wanna do that, then then that's cool. But yeah. but but with the written word, that's, and that's, yeah. the, 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 the Twitter is the written word. You're taking a stance though, Michael. I mean, let's, we took it look like it's something that recently you did. You were at the UFC fights on Saturday yeah. and Trump was coming through. Yeah, and his kids. And his kids, and you were just like calling them out. And then uh, you, you, you are, you're not afraid to tell everyone what you think because, let's be honest, Michael, you are one of the most, I mean, listen, I remember watching you in higher learning. I remember back in the day, friends, that everything. Atypical is out right yep, now on yep, Netflix, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Go check out the new season. I mean, you're taking a stand and saying, fuck Trump. I mean, but you have a, but I can watch that, 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 that comment thread, and there are people that are fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck him. <laughs> if you stand by him and his bullshit fucking sons at this point, and, and you're, you're going to be like, you know, they, they say four more years like it's some sort of punishment. Yeah. This is what they, 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 they use. It's like four more years. Like it's as if you're like, you put your son in timeout and you go 15 mm-hmm. minutes, he comes out, you go 20 minutes. Like it's a punishment. Yeah. yeah. For, fuck these people, man. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, uh, fuck, fuck their, 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 their Russian troll accounts or wherever the fuck they're, fuck right. them. I, I just say fuck them because if you don't, especially in New York City, like if you, like one of the things about like doing this, this tour, going around doing tour comedy, yeah. and I've gone to some other cities and I see these hardworking people in these, these towns that are like, you know, not too much going on. And I'm like, and these are where they support him. I'm like, if you knew where this fucking guy was from, and 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 Harry, you know, and like it's like some my cousin Vinny shit. It's like deranged my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny was was the Utes. Yeah, but it's 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 like um, but that was a, a lovable character. This is a piece right, of right, shit. Right, right. Yeah. And and I'm never if you could look at my timeline, I never, I mean, occasionally I'd retweet an Obama thing. I didn't. I couldn't tell you. Fucking who worked for? But I you're okay Joe with taking a side. Fuck That's it, a man. I, I, take a side. I, I, fuck it with this guy. Fuck. He, it's not even about the politics. It, let, forget the forget the jobs, not jobs, policies. Forget the lying, the not lying, the collusion, the 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 um the the the, the fucking quid pro quos. Forget all that. Just let's talk about the language. Yeah. The language with which he speaks with mocking John McCain, mocking him when he's dead. So we have a president who mocks a dead former senator. The pussy grabbing. He says asshole. He says bullshit. This is not a president. Right. So forget forget the policies and all this shit. Like, like how could you su- support this? Well, it's do not you a- think do you think he's helping anybody? Do you think they're Trump supporters? They're I don't, like the guy has said horrible things and he disrespected a lot of honorable people, but sure. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's some, but people but, are getting more jobs. They were getting more jobs when the last administration was yeah. getting in it. Like, it's not even about the politics. It's just the behavior. Like when I was a kid, when we were all kids, the idea of a president mocking people, giving people nicknames. Sure. Uh, and, and so That's I'm like, insane. 
That's a, yeah. just I'm just talking about that. Right. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that like when they're like four John, years John, John put his MAGA hat away for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, so, and, and you know, and like that whole thing, like four more years, you're going to be dealing with it. Like, is it? It's like it's like a punishment. Sure. Like it, it just it shouldn't be a punishment. I think, but wh- I but mean, that's how they say it. Sure. Like you're going to be dealing with this for four more years. And like, what do you? And I, and I ask them. Just say I ask them. What have you benefited from? The majority well, I, of these I think, people. I think it makes them feel like. Bigger and stronger. The majority of these people are glad they could. He could say the pussy grabbing. There could be the collusion. There could be the uh, the the, the uh, w- w- what's the country now with the fuck the Ukraine. Ukraine. There could be all the list of things. Who just not? Who just has a president who is a, com- a stand-up comedian right. formerly? He's, who's going to be performing? Is this kind of stuff perfor- you talk about on stage in stand-up? Yeah, that's what I'm, I want to I'm, get I'm getting. I'm. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 trying to get to the complete freedom. Yeah. That I have. I don't, you know, politics is so tricky, you know what of I mean, course. on stage. So yeah. I, 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 I dip in it. I so dip in it. For people you, you who don't know, though. you started in stand up at a young age, right? Yeah, I started when I was 19. You started when you were 19, but then you became a pretty popular actor. Not, yeah. Did you stop stand up in that time frame and did I you stopped, just get back into it? I stopped stand up when I was about 24. Wow. Around the time Jesus. when I did True Romance. True because, Romance, okay. Because, because I started traveling, I started working as an actor, and I wasn't in love with it. Like, the first, like, I, I, I enjoyed doing stand-up comedy when I was younger. Yeah, of course. But the first time I ever read Sides to audition for a... Yeah, you were like, this is it. This is what I could do. Yeah, I did the opposite. I was <laughs> reading Sides, and I was like, the first time I made people laugh on stage, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this instead. Uh, That's so funny. What are your parents do? My, my father uh, worked uh, at a radio station here in New York. He was the general manager of a radio station in New York City called... Uh, it was it was a, in the seventies uh, WKT Mellow ninety two and then it went to WKT Disco ninety two. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't remember those days, but yeah, that was like the disco yeah. stuff. It, yeah. So but, when did you start comedy back again? So I started about a year ago. About oh, a get year the fuck ago. Out. Yeah, yeah, wow. about a year really? ago. Really? Yeah. So talk about that. Talk about the difference of when you started when you were nineteen. Oh, I was to nineteen, now man. I, yeah, but also, you know. But you're running New York are, City. Do you feel in 19, like you're starting right? all yeah, over yeah, again? Yeah. I totally with comedy completely. Yeah, of course. Right. Com- yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I pulled some of my old acts that were killing me. <laughs> yeah. I was, you know. So masturbation yeah. the first time. Yeah. Yeah. You got bush jokes in there. Yeah. <laughs> first question. Nah, I started back a year ago. I love it. You know, I had been Why? thinking about Why? it for. Why'd you I had start? Been, you know, I think what inspired it was was doing my podcast. Okay, that sort of got the the the, the, the idea in my head, and then I have to I have to, uh, you know, really, you know, the 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 two people that really uh, pushed me. One one person particularly was Whitney Cummings. I was doing uh, oh, a cool. podcast with her and Burt Kreischer. Yeah, uh-huh. and they were like, "You got to do stand up. You got to do stand up." And I was like, "I know. I've been thinking about it." <laughs> and then Whitney, she she just kept texting me, "You got to do stand up." Did gotta... they know you had done it before? Yeah, we talked yeah, about okay. it. And then and then she was like, "I'm doing the Improv Lab." Okay. She just come host for me. Yeah, she yeah, goes, yeah, yeah. Like just host. Like just yeah. you. All you you could bring me up, or you could do five minutes. You could do two minutes. You just. Get gum, oh, come yeah, up there. I was shit. like, fuck it, I'll do it. I'll do yeah, it for yeah, you. Yeah. And I knew, you know, and then I went up there and I had some ideas. I did about five minutes, but I felt good. Good. And then I kept, just kept going back, kept going back, kept going back. And, and, and you know, she was really encouraging to, to, to do it. And, you know, now she's telling me, like, <laughs> I, I owe her 10%. Do you, <laughs> do you feel pressure now that you're a name to, to actually, to be good? Or because technically, do you say you're a year in, or are you saying you're four years in? No, I say I'm a year in. You're I mean, a year I feel in. Pr- I feel I feel pressure, you know, to do good because it's a twofold thing. Like I know, like I was so- talking earlier, like I was saying earlier, like I know the benefits of being a known 
mm-hmm. actor personality yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll get me on stage. Yeah. You know, before I know a lot of comics, you know, ground and pound that are are, are great comics that don't have uh, uh, that lead. They don't have that, and so I'm aware of that. Yeah. But but I also know that you know I'm I'm uh, you know uh, I have um, at the end of the day you have to get up there and you got to make people laugh. Yeah, of course. At, at the end of the day, you know, uh, I, I try to pay it, pay it, ba- pay it back, and pay it forward to comics that I come across mm-hmm. that I could say, hey, you know, yeah. come, come, you know, that hooked me up or that I think are good to spread the word yeah. for them because yeah. I do respect the craft and I do respect the grind and I respect the hustle of any performer. Yeah, sure. And, and I'm, I'm going to prove that's true because right before we started this podcast, you were like, yo, this guy Kyle Turner just well, opened for me, really, really funny. We don't know who he is, but we're gonna yeah, we're gonna take a look at him. I mean, here's he's solid. He's solid. We 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 love hearing that. And I just appreciated that. You know, like I appreciated that. Like he he was he's a he's a he's a New York guy, a New York guy. He's actually from Buffalo. He came up there. He killed it for me five shows. You know, and and I was like, and I was just talking to him. He's like, I haven't performed here. I haven't performed. I was like, damn, that's. Because I know yeah. he's funny, you know what yeah, I mean? Like he's but it's like that in New York City. I know, I mean, motherfuckers are on some bullshit. There's, 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 <laughs> it's, such, it's such a tough competition out here. We were just talking about another comic, and we were comparing them downstairs to other comics. It's oh, right. tough. We just and I will be honest with you, it is also tough in this day and age because you want diverse lineups. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure. And I'm not going to lie, we got a tall white guy right next yeah. to me, you know what I mean? It's tough to like have that many people on a show. So tell me a little bit about this, Michael. You're out doing comedy on the west coast yeah. and now you're jumping here to the east coast yeah. what do you like better well i'm always gonna gravitate new york is my my you know just like when you saw me i think new york is my natural habitat yeah. you know I, I i've been back and forth from los angeles since i'm 19 you know um i have i have love for los angeles but i'm a new yorker you yeah. know uh so i you know as far as comedy it's 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 interesting because the 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 uh, the crowds are, are different in, in in Los Angeles, and the comedians are different in Los Angeles. We talk I, about that often on this podcast. Yeah, I yeah. mean they're they're great comedians yeah. in LA, and there's great comedians in New York, and and there's great just different. It's just yeah. different, you know, and 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 you know, and the, there's great clubs, and there's the big three in, in Los Angeles, and you know, and I'm just getting this is the first time I perform stand up, uh, you know, here stand up, uh, uh, you know, in New York. Uh, 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 last week or the week before, right. so you know, and I'm like, I've walked by here. All, I go to La Caridad all the fucking time, yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, but like for me, like when I like John the thing that it. I like about this club, for when I was here, is I felt like I was performing in front of New Yorkers. Oh yeah, sponsored yeah. sponsored post. Right now. No, I, I'm saying I, that's what I felt yeah. like. You know, and I like that. So yeah. there's a little bit of a shorthand mm-hmm. for me. You know, obviously Los Angeles isn't like fucking West Bubble Fuck, you know, yeah. you know, there's Indiana. There's also nothing better New Yorkers like than real New Yorkers. Yeah. Like yeah. real New Yorkers. They, they respect it. They like it. They and I'm a New Yorker, you yeah. know. So when I'm in California, like they know yeah. I'm not. It's not that yeah. there's – it's just I can't talk that. Yeah. There's just a – not that you're going to get any jokes or any right. laughs from it. It's just a comfort that I right. get from it. As far as the clubs and shit in New York – you know, I—I I mean, I could name names. We'll cut it out anyway. But I won't. <laughs> but 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 you the know, good like ones will cut there's out. some of the bureaucracy, you know, that I've experienced. Everybody's been super nice to me, but there was there, there's one place who's that's infamously like you know where you're supposed to kiss rings. I'm like, yo, I'm 49. I'm in here with my my wife. 
I ain't kissing anybody's ring except yeah. for my wife's ring. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah. like, I, 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 like, the love that you guys gave me, I respect that. I go on stage, I know motherfuckers are like, let's see what this motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. I, you I get that, it. and I understand that. I understand that, and I have, and I, and I respect that. So, so when I come in, like, I'm aware of that. But also, you know, the, the, like, that, so we, going back to what you originally said about, you know, do you feel pressure, like, I feel pressure when I'm on the road and people come to see me. Okay. You know, it's it's Tuesday night tonight. They paid 20 bucks. They got a you, Yo, you got to give them it's, your best shit. Sure. We're not sure. out there fucking work out. So as a guy, new shit the first but fucking 15 years. But as a guy also who, who talks a lot of trash, like sports-wise and on Instagram and stuff like that, have you gotten any hecklers yet? Have you gotten any hecklers this you year? You know, I'll be honest with you. Because I'm pretty mad at you still about some Embiid stuff that you said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Philly soon. <laughs> I, oh, I, are you really? Yeah. Where? I, at, at Helium. Helium. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you know, I haven't gotten, and I'm not encouraging it. No, no, no. I don't like it. Yeah, I haven't got any hecklers at one club. There was a drunk guy, and okay. it wasn't heckling. He just right. was making noise. Yeah, I got And he was talking. Okay. And he was talking. He was interrupted. So that was the only thing. But All it right. wasn't like, hey, fucking asshole. Hey, you or, said. Uh, yeah, yeah, there wasn't. People have been. And B cried in the playoffs. And you, that I yeah. love that. I would, I would love that. I would love that. I would love that. I would love, love the, the, that All kind right, of so shit. so I'll watch your set tonight. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be out there. I'll be like, wait a minute. Didn't the fucking. So yeah, but I, I love that. Just changing gears for one second. Yeah, I, yeah. I got to get a question in for my wife. Okay. Uh, Billy, who's a big atypical fan. Okay. Um. I haven't seen yet, seen it yet, but I will tonight when I Jesus get home. Um, <laughs> being honest, um, my wife loves it though. Yep. She says she told me that your character is much different on the show than yeah. in your real life and on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you can you relate to that character at all? Yeah, I can relate to the emotional life of him. The, I, I think what she means is is he's kind of emotionally. He's not good at articulating his emotions. And 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 for better or for worse, whether it's excuse me, whether it's happiness or anger, even if it's just those two, I'm good at articulating <laughs> those two. No, go in, on. <laughs> uh, in real life, I'm, be I'm 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 better at just those two. But my persona is either very very excited or very very pissed off. So when people see the show, especially now because people are familiar with the, the social media stuff, they're like, oh shit, you know, I've played characters, you know, like that. You're, you're an EMT on the show. Yeah, right? and he's just very sort of sweet and soft-spoken. Sure. Mm -hmm. So sure. that, that's that why I think... Is that, is that yeah. hard for you to go into that no, it's No, it's not fun. No? It's not fun. It's not like a particularly <laughs> You'd fun... You'd rather not be in that character. <laughs> yeah, but well, the character's kind of sad. Like he, right. he, he has sad He has sadness in him. So that's just say it's not fun. Like, to stay in that, in that arm's reach of that all day is... It's it not you. It, it could take a lot, a little bit out of you. Right, you know, it's right. not like take a lot out of you, but it's just like, uh, you know, you have to. I stay in the arm's reach of the mood that I'm in. It's it just, mm -hmm, it's yeah. just, it's just um, the like. It's not like I'm a method actor at any by any means, but like if I'm playing like a up fucking character, like I did this show and I was, it was very close to what you see on social media. Then you're kind of your energy goes there. It's yeah. like if you work out, your endorphins bring you yeah. that. So mm -hmm. if you're kind of like, uh, so that's to say it's not fun. Uh, uh, to be like that, but I love the part, mm -hmm. you know. And so, yeah. do you prefer the dramatic role versus? The I don't give a role? fuck. You don't. I don't yeah. give a fuck, man. I don't. I don't give a fuck, man. I'm just happy to be working. I'm happy to be acting. I love acting. It's always gonna be my first love. I love comedy. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, though. You know, I mean, 
I just like to like to try to do good shit, and 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 uh, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is, man. Well, I'm it, gonna throw one fastball at you because I know you got to go downstairs. All right, and, uh, but I want not a curveball. <laughs> uh, curveball. Okay. I, don't, I don't watch sports. All right, uh, <laughs> knuckleball. Knuckleball. You're embarrassing me, man. Sorry. Um, so the question is, is that we always. Uh, when, when we talk to the community, they're always like, ah, these, these Hollywood guys are coming in here. They're doing stand-up. They're taking stage time away from us. Hey, fucking, get over it. <laughs> get over your fucking self. Listen, if a motherfucker's funny, he's funny. Sure. If he ain't funny, he ain't funny. And you know He'll what? Comedians fast. are going to be pickier and, 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 and more judgmental than the audience. We can sit here and talk about Carrot Top and he's a this, he's a that. He he he's he he provides a service. Yeah. Just like Stephen Wright provides a service, just like you know all of us provide cer certain services and you could be the baddest motherfucker killing on tour and and you could be in a club and those people might not vi vibe with your service that you have. Not everybody's going to uh, you know gel with everybody. You know, I get that. I understand that. At the end of the day, it's show and fucking prove business. Yeah. So I don't care if you're fucking Will Smith Jeremy Piven, me in between, fucking Alicia Keys, Miley Cyrus. At the end of the day, if you get up there to do stand-up comedy, you know, five, six, seven, eight minutes in, you at a certain point, that shit, you need to make people laugh. They didn't yeah. come here to see you sing, dance, yeah. or any of that shit. So I'm, I'm aware of that. And, like, you know, with the haters and all that shit, and, like, this is the nature of comedy. It is. Right. This it is the nature is. of comedians. Comedians are fucking miserable. It's a crab mentality. Yeah, right. so it's a crab mentality. When suck somebody my fucking a... dick. You know what? <laughs> you're, you're, you're upset. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? I would say that anyway. Like, get the get over yourself. Sure. So hypothetically, you stay with comedy and acting gig doesn't take you away from it. Year, two years down the line, whatever it is. What's success for you? What's your What's your final goal in comedy? Or not final goal, but what is success for you in stand-up comedy? To just to be as free with my comedy, obviously it's structured. I'm not Robin Williams where you could go up there and fucking right, right, right. rock and roll and riff right. every single night. But to just get to a point where my act is at very, I want to make it as personal as possible. Personal? Personal. Sure. Got it. That's, that's goal number one. Yeah. And to just be as free-flowing within a, an act yeah. as I am yeah. comfortable like talking now. So if you were talking to somebody, you would say, Watch this special on whatever, whatever Netflix, HBO, whatever. That's me. That hour that I did. That's that's who I am. That's I want it to I be am. me. Okay. Do you and see? Like do you it. see yourself doing stand up in five years from now? Yeah, I mean, I I love it. I, the thing that I love about stand up more than acting is that, and that's why these comedians continue to like, uh, you know, sort of top themselves. Chappelle being, you know, like the guy who continues, just like God, this motherfucker, twenty something one. years, and then he just topped himself. It's a never-ending thing mm -hmm. where you can go, well, I've played this part. I've played this part. I've played this kind of part. I mean, there's, you know, Christian Bale could continue, but, you know, you could get to a point where you're like, I played a sitcom dad. I, you know, with comedy, there's no end. There's no end in sight for even the greats. Yeah. You know, you just, if you continue to live your yeah. life and you're open, you're going to have that. And somebody like them, who, somebody like that or Seinfeld, it's a different mm -hmm. style. You know, it's an it's it's an endless road, and 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 like I said, with the Chappelle, like he just topped, like you like he made a crowning jewel in a career of crowning jewels, like he just mm -hmm. sort of 
surpassed everything he's done. It's unbelievable. And and Michael, I mean, I'm hoping to see more and more of you here at Santa Maria. Uh, yeah, absolutely. What other tour dates? You got some tour dates coming up uh, uh, the next couple uh, weeks? I'm going to be in Portland. I've never been to Portland. Maine or, uh, Are you doing all the heliums? Helium. Helium yeah, in Portland. Yes. Not, yeah. I mean, not all of them. All right. the, Portland's one of the best clubs. Which I'm Portland? sure. I, I'm sure. Uh, Helium, Portland. Portland Maine. Okay. Uh, uh, the 14th, uh, 15th, and 16th. No, no, no. Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Oh, sorry. Portland, Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. No wonder people, you know, <laughs> social media. Yeah, I was confused like, by the question, too. No, like, they were like, wait, Portland, where? they were like, Portland, Oregon. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I realized. Maine comes yeah. to me. I'm like, yeah, harassing yeah. them. I'm like, you dumb fuck. Like, you, know, like, you know, like, are you, you know. So, yeah, but all tickets are available at michaelrapportcomedy.com. And I appreciate the support. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm glad to, uh, to be on the podcast. Go watch Atypical Folks. Go watch everything. Watch his bio. Oh, everything on his IMDb. I mean, listen to Taking Back Sunday when he's in the beginning of that, uh, the 20th. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, Donnie, any final things for us uh, and Michael? Uh, Beautiful Girl is one of my favorite movies. Appreciate that. Um, can I ask you a quick question about yeah, yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was, I mean, what was it like working with that? It was cast? a lot of fun. You know, some of those actors were peers. Matt Dillon was like my fucking, you know, like I, I to, when I work with people like that, I grew up watching before I started acting, like particularly Matt Dillon, like he was so dope and mm -hmm. fucking, you know, like handsome and such a star at a young age and the outsiders and little darlings and my bodyguard. And then the work with somebody that like, I just thought was dope before I even ever thought I was gonna act. And then of course, Uma Thurman and the late great Ted Demi. It was just what you would think it was. Timothy Hutton, like we, I had a fucking ball. Natalie Portman, <laughs> obviously she was the, the, the she was the the young gun, but you just knew like she's, hmm. you knew she's gonna be a star. Mm -hmm. that, there's I mean, something about done the, there's something about that movie that just connects emotionally to so many people. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Right. They you should have do a movie a, night. I go, uh, you me and your beautiful yeah. girl. It's yeah, a good movie. Movie. If, if it was shit, I would tell you. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Michael um, Rappaport on the podcast. Make this today. your home. We love having. I appreciate. You here. What's that, Michael? You say trust the process. Trust the process. Michael Rappaport on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. My stand-up comedy tour. Trust the process. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you next time on Pass the Podcast.